Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Broken Tables podcast. This is your Monday night alternative. I am your host, Jeffrey Vegas, here along with my co-host, Rome. How you doing tonight, man? How you doing, man? Doing excellent, doing excellent. Uh, and tonight we are bringing you everything that you need to know about the future of Ring of Honor Wrestling. So let's go ahead and get into it here. So what we know so far is Tony Khan, the owner of All Elite Wrestling, has purchased all, uh, all of Ring of Honor in its entirety. He owns the library. He owns the ring. He owns everything. Everything that has to do with Ring of Honor is now owned by Tony Khan. And to emphasize on something, and it is not AEW that owns this. It is Tony Khan himself personally. So... That means that Warner Media will not be able to, uh, you know, stick their hands into this as much as they can in AEW. Uh, will they ask Tony here and there maybe for something on Ring of Honor? Possibly, but they're not going to be able to tell him who he can, can and cannot have on the show. So our next point would be that Tony has advised that he will be going forward with the Supercard of Honor. Um, the Supercard of Honor was basically uh, announced and tickets started selling before Tony actually purchased uh, Ring of Honor. So there was a little bit of uh, wondering from the fan base whether this was still going to happen or not. And Tony has announced that the event will be going forward. Um, it'll be going forward uh, on the same date, April 1st, which is uh, our co-host here's birthday. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think it's a great move by Tony Khan. It's something that he doesn't have to do. I think it's also a really cool gesture by Warner Media to let Tony Khan do this because Rampage will still be airing at the same time on Friday night. Um, it's right. going to be it's going to be Tony Khan competing with Tony Khan on Friday night. So I mean, it's it's wow. definitely interesting. I didn't even uh, think about that. Yeah. Well. So I mean. Tony Khan was kind of realistic about it. Like he understands that it's, you know, it's going to be a fun night of wrestling. You know, he, he's recommending that fans either, either watch rampage live and then catch the replay of Supercard, or, you know, watch Supercard and then, you know, DVR rampage, which I mean, I me personally, I'm probably going to do the latter. Um, I think I'd rather check out Supercard of honor. I have some 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 theories about Supercard of Honor we'll get into. Um, yeah. But no, I mean, I think it's a great gesture by Tony Khan. He didn't have to do this. It was change of ownership. He could have very easily postponed the show. He very easily could have canceled the show and maybe refunded tickets or honored the tickets at like a future event. Like, there's a lot of things he could have done. But he decided to go through with the show, even if it's in spite of his prior, his highest top priority, which is AEW. Yeah. And you know, that's just another thing on the list of uh, stuff that Tony Khan has done that just really makes me like the guy, man. I don't think I've ever seen him do anything that made me dislike him in any way, shape or form. You know, um, I love the guy's energy yeah. when he actually does show himself on screen. I just, there, there's nothing to dislike about the guy. I mean, we've been, so we've been to two dynamites live so far. Yep. And like, yeah, I really like Tony Khan. He's, he feels genuine. You know, he, he's one of us. Like, yes, he's, yeah. he's a rich guy. He's a rich boy. Yes. But I mean, at the end of the day, like he really just likes pro wrestling and 
it just it feels very sincere it feels very authentic feels very genuine and you know that's why that's why you got guys like cm punk getting emotional you know post uh, revolution talking about the ring of honor library like he's he's happy that to someone who cares about it owns it um you know, and CM Punk had some really choice comments to say, you know, he was glad that Vince doesn't own the library because he owns enough of his CM Punk's career's library. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, it's just like, that's why the guy, like a lot of people are really happy. Like it, it, it's the best move for pro wrestling. This is a preservation. This is, it, it's preservation, but it's also looking forward. Yeah. Now that interview with CM Punk, that was the revolution post uh, show review, right? Or the post show scrum thing it was yeah it was the media scrum where he had some really choice words to say about it. i don't have the direct quotes uh in front of me but i would definitely recommend people check it out yeah that's exactly um, what i was getting at yep it was an extremely emotional uh thing for punk for a lot of reasons the night had a lot of value a lot of meaning to him the purchase of ring of honor means a lot to him which like yeah, it's it's really cool. I mean, I'm kind of hoping we see Punk and maybe Brian Danielson at Ring of Honor. I'm surprised that like Tony Khan's announcing this card pretty slowly, and I'm kind of hoping, kind of hoping we get a few more ROH guys on there. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you said uh, Brian Danielson there. Um, we'll, we'll get to him a little bit later in one of my points. Um, so Tony actually just a few minutes before we started here announced the first match. Uh, well, the newest match which is probably going to be one of the earlier matches on the card. Um, he just announced the newest of the four matches that we have, which is going to be Jay Lethal versus Lee Moriarty with Matt Seidel in his corner. So we have our first AEW Ring of Honor crossover already. Um, maybe we'll see well, in the, the future. If, is, what's that? Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say we'll, we'll see whether that's a crossover or a permanent move for Moriarty. Um, I feel like for Moriarty and Matt Seidel, this would be a very good permanent move for both of them. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, well, the interesting thing is that these are all guys who were already under AW contract. So, I, you know, it, I, it's not necessarily a crossover, but yes, all, uh, I believe that I don't know if Lee Moriarty was ever in Ring of Honor, but obviously Jay Lethal was in Ring of Honor. Very big deal there. Yep. And then Matt Seidel is a former Ring of Honor tag team champion. So yeah. there is there is some connection there. I don't know about Lee Moriarty though personally. Um, yeah. But um, I think this is going to be a really good match and I think that you you actually kind of really hit the nail on the head there about you know the greatest thing that Ring of Honor is going to give AEW fans specifically is it's going to give the roster more space to get on TV or get featured. Um, a guy like Lee Moriarty, who, you know, we're talking like a month ago has, uh, you know, a, a, just an incredible match with Brian Danielson. Um, and now yeah. he's going to go right into this match against Jay Lethal. It's sure to be a really good match. Yeah, uh, I'm really excited for this match, actually. Um, I'm, I don't want to say I'm tired of seeing Lethal on Dark, but I think kind of you would understand what I mean. Like, I don't want to see Lethal stuck on Dark um, in Elevation, you know. He did. He made his de debut, I believe, on a rampage. But since then, you know. I mean, again, and, you know, we, we we talk about it week in and week out. I mean, they have a very stacked roster, and they're just trying to get guys time, whether it be on TV or on YouTube. I mean, 
you know, Lethal's had, yes, he's been primarily on elevation, but he's had some really good matches on elevation. So, I mean, it, it's give and take. You just gotta, you just gotta be patient. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, all right. So it looks like the other matches that have been announced, let's start with the, uh, the least important of the three <laughs> that I have here. So we have, um, I'm not sure who this gentleman is, but Zane versus Swerve Strickland. Um, this guy, Zane, I think I've seen him once or twice here and there, maybe an impact. Um, but I don't know if I've ever actually seen any matches from this guy, but I have not seen a single bad match with Swerve. I've seen him quite a few times now. I've been kind of doing some research on him cause he's becoming one of my favorite wrestlers at the moment. Uh, I, I can almost guarantee this is going to be a fantastic match. Uh, do you know who this Zane guy is? Uh, I don't know too much about him, to be honest. Um, but I mean, Strickland, uh, Swerve Strickland's been really good. Yeah. So I mean, I, I feel like I don't know. I feel like that there's a lot of care being made with the Super Card of Honor, especially considering that it's kind of it's kind of a glorified um, indie show, kind of. Yeah. I mean. There's not, I mean, like, yes, Tony Khan made it clear that Ring of Honor storylines are going to carry over and, like, it's not a complete refresh of the of the company. But, I mean, there's not a lot really, there's not a lot of storyline right now in Ring of Honor going on. So, I mean, it, and even, you know, Tony Khan said it's a transition show. So, I feel like Tony Khan's definitely going through and making this card very meticulously. So, I mean... I don't really have much concerns about any matches on the card, and I'm sure, even though I might not know Zane's um, pedigree, but you know, I'm I'm sure it'll work out just fine. Yeah, you know, I saw some people talking about him, and they say he's good. So, you know, I'll take some of their words for it. As a couple of uh, voices I respect there, so that should be a great match. Anything with Swerve's good for me. Um, so next up, we had the announcement of who the Briscoes. Um, opponents will be, and I about flipped my shit because we're finally getting the Briscoes versus FTR. I've been waiting for this match for, I'm going to guess somewhere around like two years, I think I've been waiting for this match. Yeah, and it's it's for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's going to yeah, be good. I, 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 think, I think FTR is going to take the belts off them. Yeah, I do too. I, I just... I could see that being the way that they go. Um, who knows if we see, we don't know what capacity we're going to see the Briscoes in. Yes. Tony Khan owns it and Warner media might not have too much of a say in it, but you never know. I mean, it's still all, all the same umbrella. So, you know, Warner media might just not want Tony Khan to deal with him at all. And I mean, at the end of the day, Tony Khan needs to, you know, he does need to appease his partners at Warner Media. They're they're very important in the success of the company. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, uh, they don't have too much pull with him, but you know, I'm sure they'll ask him here and there. We can we get a favor from you, Tony? <laughs> um, but this match, I just I couldn't be happier with who their opponent was. I saw when they announced, you know, it was like a mystery opponent thing. They had the black shadows there for a while, and I'm just this. This was the opponent everybody wanted. Everybody was asking for this match for months. Um, you know, if we can't have it in AEW, I'm just, I'm just glad we're getting it in Ring of Honor. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be a really good match. 
All right. And next up, we have the Ring of Honor Unification of the Championship. I'm not sure if that's the right way to put it um, because they have a Ring of Honor champion, and then I believe they have a interim champion. So the, the champion was Bandito, and Jonathan Gresham is their interim champion, I believe. And I'm pretty positive that this match will decide their champion moving forward. Is Do you know, is that correct? Well, I would assume so. I mean, we've heard rumors that uh, Gresham will be working under the Tony Khan umbrella somewhere. Um, could definitely see that just being in Ring of Honor as their champion. Um, I think that that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have a feeling... You know, it's it's kind of weird right now because we've seen that Jonathan Gresham has been backstage uh, a few times at AEW, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I have also just heard that Jonathan Gresham just won a championship in, I can't remember the name of the promotion right now. I want to say it's like Power or something like that, but it's a WWE-endorsed um, promotion. So he's now the champion of, you know, Ring of Honor and a promotion tied to WWE. So I'm not too sure what's going on there. Um, Did you hear about that? No, I admittedly, I did not hear about that. Um, It's, I mean, we'll see what happens. I I have faith that Jonathan Gresham will probably choose Ring of Honor over the other promotion if he has to choose. Um, But the thing is that these WWE smaller territories just because it's backed by the Fed doesn't really mean much. I mean, it just means that they raid their they raid their promotion for talent and probably give them a little kickback here and there. Yeah, and there it is. Kind it's called every once in a while. It's called progress. So it's uh, progress wrestling. So some mm-hmm. people are actually kind of like making jokes of it now, saying that Jonathan Gresham is the Forbidden Door because he's technically you know tied to a WWE company and an AEW company at the moment. Um. That'd be crazy if something like that actually happened, but I severely doubt it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very interesting. I mean, we'll have to see. We're kind of in this weird. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to say Cold War era of wrestling, but I almost feel like we're kind of at that point. It's just like this guy's working for this guy, but he yeah. could be working for this guy. We don't know what's going on. I mean, uh, we'll see what happens. But I mean, I think that the rumors about Gresham working for Tony Khan are going to end up being fruitful. Definitely see that being the way that they go. Okay. I hope so. I hope he chooses the AEW side because, you know, all he has to do is look at what's going on right now in the E. You know, they got Gable Stevenson, the actual NCAA wrestling champion, about to come over. Um, guys like him are not going <laughs> to, not really going to survive there getting, getting any chunk of the championship, you know. All right. So, all right, now that we're still on uh, this Jonathan Gresham here, uh, people have wanted to see Jonathan Gresham versus Brian Danielson for a long time. And I saw Jordan, Jordine Grace, who is Jonathan Gresham's wife, she tweeted out a picture of uh, a dragon, and I think it was a snake, and I'm not sure if Jonathan Gresham has like a snake as his symbol or something, but she was essentially implying those two should wrestle. So... Some people are speculating after this match with Bandito, um, maybe we might see some Brian Danielson uh, showing up to Ring of Honor. 
could definitely see that. Yeah, I would definitely be a uh, happy camper there. Um, Danielson's one of the original champions, is that right? Um, I know he was a champion, wasn't he, at, at Ring of Honor from one point or I, another? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was definitely at least a champion. Yeah. Um, let me let me uh, let me find an answer for you. I I feel like him and Tyler Black, uh, Seth Rollins, had some feuds or something, but that's that's a decade ago in this brain of mine that doesn't work too well anymore. <laughs> Let's see. List of ROH World Champions. Oh, there we go. Let's let's go over that real quick. Well, first let me tell you that there have been 35 Ring of Honor World Champions okay. in the history of Ring of Honor. Let's see. Uh, first champion was Low Key. All right. Not uh, a fan of Xavier. And then the third champion was Samoa Joe. Oh, can't wait for Samoa fourth, Joe to show up. Fourth champion. So at that point it was the ROH championship, and then it became the ROH World Championship, and then at that point Austin Aries won it. All right. And then CM Punk. Yes. And then James Gibson. No clue. No clue there. And then Brian Danielson. There we go. Homicide. Okay. Takeshi Morishima. Okay. Nigel McGuinness. No clue. Pretty sure I know. Hold on. Let me see. I don't know who Nigel McGuinness is. Isn't he? He. Oh, yeah. He was a color commentator for NXT UK. I knew. I knew okay. I recognized the name. Um, Jerry Lynn. Austin Aries again. Okay. Tyler Black, also known as Seth Rollins. There we go. Roderick Strong. Okay. Ed, Eddie Edwards. Wow. Davey Richards. Yeah. The Wolves. Kevin Steen, also known as Kevin Owens. Jay Briscoe. Uh, and then it was vacated um, from July 3rd to September 20th, 2013. Where it was won by Adam Cole, baby. Let's go. Uh, Michael Elgin, Elgin, and then Jay Briscoe, Jay Lethal, Adam Cole again, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole again. (laughs) Nice. Christopher Daniels, Cody, uh, Dalton Castle. Jay Lethal, and then Matt Tavern, and then Rush, PCO, Rush again, PCO, and then uh, Bandito, and then now Jonathan Gresham. Okay, I'm most of those. Uh, Very surprised PCO was there. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, so the first nineteen. Oh, no, that's not a good quote. Um, a lot of early AEW championship uh, times that they changed hands were here in Philadelphia. Nice. In, in fact, the first one, two, three, four champions won the championship in Philly. Oh, that's awesome. I wonder if they'll keep some of that history and bring it back to Philly quite often. You know, Dude. I really hope so. I mean, they were always touring, you know, like – Ring of Honor didn't tour much, so like they before the pandemic, they were kind of just 
up in the east coast, uh, the northeastern yeah. part, you know. So if anything, actually, it was more like almost a tri-state area kind of deal. But they would also kind of do like Maryland and other things like that. So, I mean, honestly, if Tony Khan wants to go that route, you, you know, I could see them doing, you know, decent amount of shows here. Dude, could you imagine that becomes a weekly show that airs in Philly every week? That would be wild. I would try my best to be there every week. Same. I would I would want to like I would want to have like a gimmick, right? Yeah. Like I would want to be like, you know how like ECW had like the Hawaiian shirt guy and sign guy? Yeah. I'd I'd want to have like a gimmick. Like I don't know what I would do exactly, but I I would have like some sort of crazy gimmick where people would be like, "Oh, it's that guy." I would love to be a super fan like that. Like like every like we watch every AEW pay-per-view and like there's this guy who's always in the front row yep. and like, he looked familiar. And like, I, I found, I figured out that I, where I've seen him before, he was front row for like WrestleMania, like 23. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Holy shit. It's that guy. Cause he wore the same sh- weird shirt. It's like a, it's like an all green shirt with like a, like a black smiley face on it. Yep. And I'm like, this dude wears the exact same goddamn shirt. Every fucking show he goes to. I found him at NXT the other night, a couple of nights ago, he was on NXT. Yeah, he's just like, he's a, he's all over these fucking pay per views and these shows. Yeah. He's got to be some sort of multimillionaire, and he just goes to every wrestling event and buys the same same ticket in the same general area. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always the same seat. It's always a ringside seat, yep. same spot. All right, so let's get to our last topic here, um, where Tony Khan has advised everybody that he does plan on having a weekly ring of honor show. So what do, what do we know so far that you, that, that you got that we know so far? <laughs> well, to be blunt, not much. Um, we know that it's going to be a weekly show. Um, he has implied that he, it could be either a streaming show or a TV show. I don't know. I don't think we're going to see ring of honor on actual television. And if we do, it's going to be like a really bad time slot. Like, I just, I don't see, like, I don't think that the, that Tony Khan would go somewhere else. I think he would stick with Warner media. I mean, Warner media has been very supportive. They've been a fantastic partner for AEW. They've, you know, they've, they've done nothing but support him since day one. Um, and at least for the time being, I would definitely not try to piss them off. Yeah, and agreed. you know, if I'm Tony Khan, if I'm Warner Media, I don't want Tony Khan putting any wrestling on any other net network. Which also, like, there's not really that many options at this moment for Ring of Honor. I would feel like, I mean, USA and NBC, like, they work with with the Fed. I mean, unless you get like some little small time channel, like Impacts on Access. That that but was I mean, actually like, where I was heading. I was heading towards access, AXS. I I don't know about that. I, I maybe like see like it's all about umbrellas. So it's like mm-hmm. my first thought is like maybe like True TV or something like that. But okay. like that's owned by USA, I think. So like I I don't know. I think there's I don't think there's a lot of choices in terms of TV that is open right now. Yeah, that right. like you would want to go to because like. I can't, I can't really think of anything. I mean, like, it's not like Spike TV is still around. If Spike TV was still around, maybe. Yeah. 
but it's not that it's been gone for like 20 years. I really dated myself there. I mean, with cable TV having, I mean, they're all a bunch of repeats, but there's like a thousand channels on my TV. They got to be able to find one. And I'm sure Warner somehow, some way owns some rinky dink little channel. They wouldn't mind it being on. Well, again, I think the problem also is you got to find a channel that makes sense. Like, yes, there's thousands of channels, but like, you're not going to put, you're not going to put ring of honor on like Turner classic movies. Like, no, yeah, I know what you mean. You got to find something that makes sense and that works. And that's something that's like an all encompassing network television uh, channel. channel. (laughs) Right. Like that wouldn't, that wouldn't make any sense. Um, if I had to bet, if I had to like absolutely like put my money on it, I, I would see ring of honor being a, 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 a weekly YouTube show. Which okay. that's not a that's not a bad thing. The thing is, is that there's a like I don't know why there would be a stigma at this point, but like we live in an age where like if you're on the screen, you're getting featured. You know, being yeah. on elevation is not any worse than being on rampage. Like, yes, rampage it gets more hype because the advertisers, because you know, Warner Media is gonna throw their 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 money on behind it. But like it's it's really all the same and yeah, it, yeah. it's not the biggest deal in the world for ring of honor to be a weekly youtube show i mean that's how that's how the nwa does it they're a weekly youtube show yeah you're right totally so i mean and i mean maybe they go to fight tv then i mean like that's a possibility but that's streaming so yeah. that's not gonna be on tv or maybe we get our streaming service announced and then we get the announcement that Ring of Honor will air on the streaming service. Ooh. It's also a possibility. I don't know if I don't know how far along that deal is though. Yeah. Um, and I so I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I just if I had to put my money on it, I would say it's gonna start out as a weekly YouTube show. Yep, and I would be okay with that to start out. Get some uh, advertisers a little bit of uh, knowledge on how many people really want to see it and stuff like that. Kind of get, you know, dip the toe in the water. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think the audience is there, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'll be watching for sure. I will be too. I think that there's right now pro pro wrestling is booming. Right. And I saw like a snippet. Um, It was a John Cena interview actually. And I don't know how free, how current it was, but like, it was recently posted, and so I think it might have been more current. But they're asking, you know, Cena about AEW and the explosion of pro wrestling, and you know, it, it's great for everybody. You know, even Cena says it. Like, it's the more pro wrestling that's out there, the more guys are going to get featured, and so yeah. it's it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. There's a lot of choices out there. There's a lot of content. Some, myself included, would say that there's too much content out there, but that's <laughs> just. There, there's, there's way too much content. It's so hard. You know, I, I can't, like, I would love to follow Impact and the NWA a little bit more. Like, I really do. Yeah. But it's like, man, it's just, it, all Elite Wrestling already kind of takes it out because it's like, you got, I haven't watched Elevation yet. We, you know, we're, we're recording this. It's nine o'clock on a Monday. I mean, I guess we're live too, but, yeah. you know, I haven't watched Elevation yet. I'm going to watch Elevation after we wrap the podcast and then Dark's yeah, tomorrow and then Dynamite's Wednesday and then, you know, maybe Ring of Honor will be on Thursdays and then Rampage will be on Fridays and then there'll be a pay-per-view four times a quarter and watching wrestling every single night. <laughs> so it's kind of yeah. hard to now, it's kind of hard to find more room to watch wrestling. That that brings me to my final point here is uh 
I think with the addition of Ring of Honor to the wrestling world in a new, you know, in a new manner with some momentum behind it, um, I think people who are dual watchers of, you know, the E and AEW, I think it's going to kind of force some people to start choosing sides because, like you said, there's going to be an overload of the amount of wrestling. And unless you are just an absolute monster, you know, content absorber, you're not going to be able to watch every single show, you know. So I see the people who are going to be like, let me put it this way. If Ring of Honor and AEW continue to put on a good quality show, uh, WWE's got a lot of um, painstaking roads ahead of them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, and that's the funny thing is, you know, before AEW, leading up to the end of my relationship with World Wrestling Entertainment, I, I would sit there and I'd be like, man, there's just too much on. Like, I can't. I can't keep up with all of it. It's just too much. It's a lot. Cause I like, keep in mind back then, or I guess maybe even still, they were doing three hours of raw. There was NXT, which was an hour at the time. There was SmackDown for two hours, which was six hours total plus main event, which was like seven hours. Like if you really wanted to watch everything, you're watching main event, you're watching two Oh five live. That's eight hours, like eight hours of wrestling a week is a lot, especially when it's not good wrestling. Um, but I think that's the kicker right there. That little bit at the end is, is the trick to it is, you know, how good is the show? How good is the quality of the content that you're putting out there? You know, quantity is great, but quality is important too. Exactly. So if, if it's all high quality content, people will watch it. Like I was at a point where, like I said, I was looking at the fed and like, I was not happy being a fan of there. And I was, it was eight hours a week, and I was just like, man, I just don't want to do this anymore. So I stopped watching main events, stopped watching 205 Live, stopped watching NXT, um, which I know makes some, a lot of people makes no sense. Why would I stop watching NXT but keep watching Raw and SmackDown? It's because NXT doesn't matter because of the booking because it's just they get ready to move them up and kill them. So everything yeah. was pointless in NXT. It just felt irrelevant. And then, you know, I would, fa- and then I got to a point where I was fast forwarding Raw and just watching like 30 minutes out of each three hour show. And SmackDown, I'd probably watch like half of that. And I was like eight hours of content turned into an hour and a half for me because it just wasn't very good. Yep. I know exactly what you mean, man. That's exactly what happened to me. I mean, I remember when you were, when I would tell you like how bad it was, and you're like, why are you still watching? And I was like, I can't stop. And then one week, I just literally didn't even think about putting it on. It was Monday night, and 8 o'clock came around, and I was like, what are we doing tonight to the wife? And didn't even fathom that Raw was on. And it was like an epiphany washed over me, man. <laughs> it's a wild adjustment, especially because, like, again, like I was watching Raw for for years, yeah. years and years and years. And years. Like what are you doing for Monday on Monday nights? Like I'm watching Monday Night Raw, man. Like yep. what what else would I be doing? Absolutely, I remember saying that to people all the time. What are you doing Monday night? Uh, watching Raw. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like my my Monday nights used to be booked. Yep. Like it's not the case anymore. Yeah. My Mondays, except for uh, Elevation and the uh, the Monday Night Alternative, I'm yes. free. So. Back to that to close us out here. Uh, this has been the Monday Night Alternative 
Um, if you're fed up with the E and um, you know what they've done and what done to us and how they've treated their wrestlers over the years, uh, we'll be here every Monday night with the Monday Night Alternative, a new topic every week. Um, you guys are welcome to throw some comments down in the comment section to let us know what you would like to hear on uh, the topic of you know Monday Night Alternative. But other than that, we are all finished up here. Uh, you got anything else for us there, Rome? Um, no. Ring of Honor is going to be cool. Let's let's watch some Ring of Honor. Hell yeah. All right, man. Uh, thank you for joining us, and you have a good night. You too. All right, everybody. Peace.